going straight to lesson 10 today. And what I have to say, oh, Lovett said, uh, service was beautiful. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Lovett. Awesome, awesome. So what is my 10th lesson that I want to share with us this evening? He is the God of the stats, the commas, the stops, the U-turns, the turns, the slowdowns, and the everything in between. Let me read that again. God is the God of the stats, is the, is the God of the end, He's the God of the commas, He's the God of the stops, He's the God of the turns, He's the God of the U-turns, the slowdowns, and everything in between. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I love to add and the in-betweens, which comprises of the commas, the stop, the turns, the U-turns, you know, that happens on our journey. Sometimes there's a comma and it's not a full stop, it's just a comma. And sometimes it's a full stop from God and God is saying change direction. And sometimes it's a turn. It's just a bend. It's just a bend. You're still on track. And sometimes it's a total U-turn. It's a total U-turn. But you know the amazing thing I've come to know, understand about God, you know, and, and this particular verse that I love so much. You find it in Romans where the Bible says He makes everything work together for our good. That everything is not just about the good things or the good decisions. The Bible says God is sovereign. And that's why God is always a million steps. Not just one step. He's always a million steps ahead of the devil. He always check, checkmates the devil. Trust, trust me. The devil has nothing. Absolutely nothing on God. Forget what they've said to you. The prayer houses you've gone to. And they've told you oh, the devil has every your details in the palm of his hand. Oh, there are still so many things about you that the devil does not even have a clue about. Because these things are deep things of God. They are only revealed by the Holy Spirit. The devil cannot search it out. It's not possible. And that's why you would find like someone like uh, uh, a Ruth. Where the devil must have been laughing himself to scorn. Thinking like, yeah. And have dealt with her. Husband dead. Brother-in-law dead. Father-in-law dead. This is the end. She thought she could, she could get away from Moabite. She's a Moabitess for life. But he had no idea what God was cooking. That might have looked like a stop. I mean, Naomi considered it a stop. She said, don't call me Naomi. She changed her name. Call me Mara. And there are some people like that. You go through some life situations and you're telling yourself, God, is this a stop? Like seriously, as in like, it just seems like the heaven is just shot over you. You're just wondering, God, what's happening? But it's not a stop. Even though it looks like a stop, God has something he's working out. Trust me. Like we see in the life of uh, uh, Ruth. What about Joseph? What do we consider that? Joseph's own was like a comma. It was like God was just putting his life on hold. But was he really putting his life on hold for the number of years he was in the uh, Potiphar's house and in the prison? Was he really putting his life on hold? 
No, God was preparing him. He was working everything together for good. The devil felt, I'm sure the devil might have, might have thought like, yeah, let's see what happens to you and your dream. That's what his brother said to him. When they threw him in the pit, and when they eventually sold him off to the, to the uh, um, e Egyptians, what did he say to him? What did they say to him? They said, now we will see what will become of your dreams. But they didn't even realize that that step that they took was taking Joseph closer to the fulfillment of that dream. So sometimes, some, some, some events that happen in our lives, that seems like a comma, that seems like a pause, that seems like a full stop, trust me, it is God using it to push you further into purpose. It might not look like it at that time. You want to tell me... Abraham understood what it meant to be father of nations when he was waiting on God for just one child and he had to wait for 25 years. I mean, honestly. But in those 25 years, Abraham became a whole lot of things. And today his story stands tall as the story of faith, as the father of faith. There are so many scriptures, so many stories in the Bible. What about the children of um, uh, the disciples who had believed Jesus was the Messiah and then here was Jesus he was killed and he was buried and they were so confused have you been in that situation whereby God has said to you I'm your savior and then the savior and what God is saying he wants to do and God is saying I'm, I'm going to sort you out I have answers to these things that you are asking for. That which you have been believing God. Here I am. This is it. I am going to bring it to pass. And then the next thing. Death happens. Or the next thing. You know. Uh, uh, so many things happen. Jesus died. And they were wondering. How does this fulfill what we are waiting for? We thought that you were the Messiah. In the sense that you are the king coming to reign. You are going to dethrone Herod. That was what they thought. And so when he, he was buried, they felt that was the end of it. The Bible even says they put a big stone to cover it. I'm sure they felt like it is finished. There's nothing we can do anymore. But the Bible says that as they journeyed away from Jerusalem towards Judea, Jesus himself appeared and he started walking with them. And as they got to some point, the Bible says their heart burned within them. But they still didn't do anything. It was at the breaking of bread. Their eyes open, and the Bible says they did something. They made a U-turn. So sometimes we have to make U-turns. Sometimes we just have to make U-turns. He is the God of everything. He's working everything out together. I think that's the scripture you should settle in your heart. That God is working everything, not some things. Not part of your story. Not the good part of your story. Not the times when you made the right decisions. Not the times when you, you, you prayed well. Not the times when you felt like, oh yeah, I fasted, I did 40 days fasting. And that that is what God is going to take into account. God takes into account everything. 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 And he uses those things as raw materials for where he's taking you to. And so we just have to trust Him. He's the God of the start. He's the one that starts you on that journey. Sometimes without even your knowledge. You don't even realize that you are on a journey with God. Some of you, 
signed up to join a particular maybe ministry or group and then you just did it casually like well is the is the is this is the responsible thing to do or maybe you know uh some people joined a women's ministry maybe like babes redefined and here you are you were called upon to serve and you just felt it's just one of those things but you don't realize that that is god starting you on a journey that is in alignment with your purpose that has a relevance, a big relevance. I mean, it, the relevance is so powerful to the fulfillment of your purpose and your destiny. He's the God of the stars. He's the one that starts you on that journey. And sometimes you don't even realize that you are on a journey with Him. He's the God of the stars. The commas, those commas look like, ah, ah, God, is this comma or what? But that comma is not full stop. It's just God trying to say pause or God trying to say hold on a bit. But the story continues. The journey continues. And even when it seems like it's a stop, trust me, it's probably a stop of a paragraph. There's another paragraph coming. There's another paragraph coming. So I just want to encourage someone. I want to encourage someone this evening, you know, that God is the God of everything. He's the God of everything. The beginning, the end. The in-between. And he can be the God of all of that because he has the script of your life. He has the script of your life. He knows all the details. He knows when you are meant... A very good example also is Joseph. Joseph said to the butler after he had interpreted his dream. He said, remember me when you get to the palace. But God was trying to say, Joseph, it's not yet time. I'm going to put a stop to that or a comma to that. It's not yet time. But Joseph felt he was dying. He said, ah. I've been held here against my will. I didn't do anything. She lied against me. Please mention me to the king. And the Bible says that the butler for God, that's one thing, you know, one part of the scripture that amazes me. How do you forget that? Someone that literally saved your life. Someone that literally gave, gave you hope. And then you finally came into that season where you were, you know, uh, back in, in service. And then you forgot. How do you forget that? He didn't forget. God made him forget. Because it wasn't time yet. Joseph still needed to be there for another two years. Because Pharaoh was yet to dream. So some commas or some full stop or some pauses in our lives. It's not because God is trying to punish us. Or God is trying to deal with us. It's just God trying to say to you. Hold on. I'm walking according to a script. There's a script before me. Hang on. Hang on, it's not yet time. And I'm not going to fast forward it. Because the script is perfect. God's will, the Bible says the thoughts he has towards us, they are good and not evil. He's constantly thinking about you. And he already thought of you ever before you even showed up. And wrote out the script of your life ever before you showed up. And that's why you have the Holy Spirit coming in sometimes and bringing some interjections along the line. Those things are not against us. Those things, sometimes have you found out that you, you seem like you are, you know, moving at the speed of light and suddenly something happens and it's like God just <laughs> pauses you or slows you down. I am wondering what's happening. It happens a lot to some people, especially women, you know. There's this fire from secondary school, from university. Oh, I'm going to do this for God. And then before you know what's happening, that fire is there. Then you get married and then the children start coming and then it seems like God is slowing you down. And then you're wondering what's happening. What's happening here? 
Sometimes God is deliberately slowing you down because he needs you to build capacity. He did the same for Jesus at age 12. We're still talking about this in church this morning. At age 12, he felt he was ready. The guy was moving at the speed of light. And God was saying, no, 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 Jesus. You are 12. You are not yet ready. You have to be about 30. Because what I want to do with you, three and a half years is enough. But you need capacity. You need to increase in wisdom, in knowledge, and in stature. You need to have the right capacity to handle what I want to do with you. And so God paused his life. Not, well, I won't call it paused. But God slowed him down, as it were. For 18 years, we heard nothing about Jesus. But trust me, God was cooking him. Because how did we know God was cooking him? When he showed up at River Jordan, and the devil came to, sorry, when he showed up after River Jordan, when he went to the wilderness, being led by the Holy Spirit, and the devil showed up, Jesus was ready. At what point did he read Deuteronomy to know all those answers he was going to give the devil? He had been studying. Oh yes. He had, the Bible says he went into the temple as his custom was. So he had a custom of going to read. We didn't have Bible like we do today. But they have the scrolls. And so remember, he found that place concerning himself. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he quoted Isaiah. And he said, today this scripture is fulfilled. All these interactions happened in those 18 years. Some of the stories he was sharing, that he was even sharing as parables, there were things that he learned, there were things that he saw happen around him in those 18 years that God was using to train him and to build him. So don't give in, don't give up. For some women, you feel like your life is slowing down. Some of your friends that you left secondary school, they are already doing stuff. And it just seems like your life has just been about your family. Everything matters. Everything counts. God is working all of that out. Or for someone, possibly, you know, uh, you were married and then the marriage didn't work. And then it just seems like you are on a hold. God is working everything out. It's not a coincidence. It's, see, even our mistakes, it's not a coincidence. And sometimes it's not even a mistake. It's just God working out His righteousness in and through us. Oh, I hope this has encouraged somebody. And I want you to just say that to yourself. God is my God of my start, my commas, my stops, my pauses, my in-betweens, my slowdowns, and my end. God is the God of it all. He determines it. So I submit myself to Him, trusting that He will bring me to that place of fulfillment in Jesus' name. Wow. I hope today's lesson has blessed you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yes, 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 yes. Pastor Ogogo. That's yes. God is working everything together for our group. That's it. That's it. Mary God, hold on. Sometimes we just have to hold on. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. I appreciate you all. I see you tomorrow when I start the second season, which is going to be on Lessons, Season 2, Episode 1, tomorrow, 10 p.m. I look forward to joining you, uh, seeing you, and being in your presence again. God bless you. Have a beautiful night rest and a blessed week ahead of you. And I pray that the Lord will, will go before you and he will make straight every crooked part in the name of Jesus. Thank you. And God bless you. Have a beautiful, beautiful night rest.